Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Filmcast After Dark, the after show for the podcast where we talk about a variety of random topics. I'm David Chen. I'm joined by Devinder Hardor and Jeff Kanata. And typically, the After Dark is available exclusively to patrons over at patreon.com slash filmpodcast. Thanks to everyone who supports us over there. Thank you. Um, but today, you. Uh, we are releasing it publicly because, you know, our end of year stuff, it's too, it's too big to keep behind the paywall. We want everyone to have a chance to enjoy it. So um, this is going to be on the main podcast feed as well as in the After Dark uh, on the Patreon feed. Hey, Thanks you're so to bad everyone. at this. All the, the stuff that's behind the paywall, even bigger than this stuff. <laughs> this is not the This is... You should be a patient because oh, oh, it's even right, bigger. Right. This, is, this is but this is but a pittance. Yes, this is just a, to what a is taste actually, of the greatness. What wonders await you? Yes, come on. I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> what we're gonna do here on the After Dark this week? We're gonna talk about honorable mentions. We're gonna talk about our biggest disappointments of the year. Movies we didn't get. Movies they didn't get. Favorite film of 2022. Uh, and also, I may have a clip or two from last year's episode uh, that I may play back for us. Um, so, okay. That's what we're going to talk about on this week's After Dark of the podcast. Now, um, I do want to say when it comes to honorable mentions, I have a lot of them. Me too. I have a lot of them. Uh, So we can't like dive into every single one. Maybe like, I don't know, a sentence about each one. Mm Um, but let's do this. Let's do this. Usually I have everyone like rattle down their list. Um, but why don't we all take turns? Let's all take turns. Yeah. Uh, let's do like popcorn. Okay. So I'll, okay. I'll shoot it to you and then we'll go around and then try not to talk too much. Cause otherwise we're going to be here for like five hours, mm-hmm. but like give like a sentence on each one. Um, Divinger Hardaway, give us an honorable mention. Sure. Writers of justice. Mm. Great. I choice. think the, this film was just really wild and not the revenge movie. I think we expected. So to have this and pig in the same year is pretty cool. Great choice. Jeff Kanata, honorable mention. The one that stayed on my list the longest before I uh, ultimately took it off uh, was uh, Being the Ricardos, Ooh. Uh, which is a movie I really, really like. I mean, I'm such an Aaron Sorkin, you know, uh, ringer. It's it's I, he. It's hard for me not to just love what he does. And, and it was about comedy and it was about creativity. And I just thought the performances were great. Uh, I really liked Being the Ricardos. And it's a it's a it's it's a movie that almost made my list. I'll say The Lost Daughter. This is oh, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal's directorial debut. It's available on Netflix right now. Very strong movie. It, 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 like Come On, Come On, it's about parenthood as well, I think, and um, how challenging it is, specifically how challenging it is to be a mother and the things that people don't talk about, about how challenging it is. Um, and I think it's really well done, um, but it didn't make my list. Okay, Devendra, another one. Sure, Titan. Uh, oh. Julia DeCourneau's follow-up to Raw, I think is... One of the wildest things I saw in theaters last year, I wish I could have like justified a spot in my top 10, uh, mainly because I just didn't like it as much as Raw, but I think it's a really provocative film and I can't wait to rewatch it because it is a, just a wild movie. All right, that's Tatan. Jeff Kanata, honorable mention. Luca, the Pixar Ooh, film, wow. uh, which I think was beautiful and fun and top tier Pixar. I don't think it gets the recognition that it deserved, maybe because of covid and all the weirdness with releases but i thought luca was delightful and it it really almost made my top 10 uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings mm, yeah yeah uh because this is the movie that introduced tony leung to american audiences and mm-hmm. that's just something really special and uh, also has really kick-ass martial arts action yeah. for a marvel film 
Um, so yeah, it, it was a it was a contender, but did not make my top ten. Uh, Dave, I wrote down uh, as an honorable mention Shang Spider Widow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, Davira, hit us with another one. Sure, Raging Fire. I talked about this. This is the Donnie Yen movie. I believe the last Benny Chan wow. film as well. This, this movie is wild. Oh it my gosh. Some of the best action set pieces of this year. I wish, again, wish I could, like, I usually have basically a top 20. And this is right there in my top 20. One of the best, like, action movies I've seen in a long time. I, I have been so stressed pres- prepping for this episode. You need to watch Raging Five. Uh, yeah, so. this this yeah. is definitely, like, I'm literally going to watch it because I'm like. That's your reward. Because it's like, yeah. I, I've, I've wanted to, like, watch, like, quote unquote, fun things for the last couple weeks. <laughs> But I can't because I've been prepping for the top 10 episodes. So now I'm like, okay, I'm letting it all rip, guys. Letting it all rip. So Raging Fire is definitely at the top of my list. Okay. Can we talk, wait, while while we're on this topic, can we talk about that action scene that you tweeted out and and sent to us? Because I I had a blast watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a so I read this article over at Polygon called the best action scenes of 2021. Mm-hmm. Awesome article. And at the top of their list was a movie called The Fable, The Killer Who Doesn't Kill, which is the <laughs> most ridiculous title I've ever heard best of for an action title. Scene. Killer Good. Who Doesn't Kill. <laughs> and it's, the, it's li- a, the last thing you would expect from a killer. <laughs> Literally every hitman movie, too. is like when they decide not to kill, that's when you have a movie. Yeah. And it said basically the scaffolding fight scene. Mm. So, uh, so I, I was hanging out in New Year's Eve with my my COVID bubble, my me and my wife, and we live with one other person. Uh, we we're, we're, were kind of like quasi roommates with someone else, Carter. And so we're hanging out on New Year's Eve, and we're kind of figuring out what to watch. We ended up watching The Lost Daughter, and then I'm like, "Hey, but why don't we check out this scene from The Killer Who Doesn't Kill?" So I put it on, and I was like, "This is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, yeah, so um, good. And you know what's also notable about it is like you can really tell when it's like you know I hate to be whatever essentialist or whatever here but like you can really tell when it's like an asian movie action scene compared to like uh-huh. a like you just don't see stuff like that in american action scenes in general, right right like yeah because mostly because it looks like they actually killed animals and endangered humans <laughs> right yeah it's it's, it's basically people thing. people willing to injure themselves <laughs> right, right. relax safety standards yeah. yeah but but it is an incredible sequence and it happens about an hour and 25 minutes into a uh, fable of a killer who doesn't kill yeah, it's also uh, wild. we got two big scaffolding fight scenes this year. It's a year yes. of scaffolding. Yeah, it's a, but, yeah. a scaffoldance, Dave. It's a scaffoldance. <laughs> I will say that the one in Fable like completely blows Shang Chi out of the water. Yeah, like, I gotta watch this. Thing. It is I not mean, even Shang, close. Shang Chi you know? one's pretty good. Pretty it's good. pretty good, but like this one is like just like way. You're right. More no, interesting but, in my opinion. I just want to be clear to everybody listening. If you're interested in watching this, the way I watched this. <laughs> Is I fast forwarded to this point in the movie that Dave yeah. said and just watched this twenty minutes, felt very satisfied. Yes. So uh, don't 100%. feel like you need to watch the whole movie. Correct. Very Correct. satisfying to just jump in hour and whatever it is twenty five yes. minutes in whatever. Yeah. It's a it's a fifteen minute long sequence, and you should check it out. It's, <laughs> it's called so Fable: good. The Killer Doesn't Kill. By the way, it's a sequel to a movie called The Fable. And oh. that is also available on Netflix. Where the, so the, the killer does a lot of killing, I'm guessing. <laughs> I, that is my understanding. Yes. <laughs> He, he learns he not is to a kill killer by the who end. does kill in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but Chang Chi, another honorable mention for me. Devendra, hit us with another honorable mention. Uh, sure. No time to die. That movie happened, mm. and I I remember really digging it. Um, a fitting end to the Daniel Craig saga, I'd say. It's also like it's a beautiful movie. Like it, it, that movie didn't have too much action and like too many gadgets and stuff, but it was 
it felt like very deliberate and very like methodical and beautiful too. Like just, just fantastic stuff. I cannot wait to rewatch it. Well, here is, uh, you know, I, I listened to our episode last year and I pulled some audio about like what are most anticipated films of this uh, year. Yeah. And one of them was uh, No Time to Die. And here's a clip about it. The favorite movie of 2021 yes. is to me the saddest category <laughs> <laughs> because we could just do a cut and paste of last year's episode. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. So when I said most anticipated movie of 2020, 2020 last year, the movies we listed for most anticipated movie were the following. Uh-huh. Dune. Yep. Still on my, still on my list. Still yeah. on my list. Top yep. Gun 2. <laughs> no, t- no Time to Die. Coming to America. Uh, <laughs> and then the movies that actually did come out, um, Mulan and uh, Bill and Ted movie. Uh, the Bill and Ted uh, Face of Music. Yeah. And also Tenet. Also Tenet. Uh, I don't know if that was the right clip. <laughs> sorry. sorry about that. Sorry also, about that. I totally understand why, why people want the, uh, a music band under it, because I wasn't sure if you were actually talking to me, and then I heard myself talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, <laughs> Which okay, timeline so, are we in? Sorry yeah. about that. Like, ne- you know, I actually literally thought this was going to be a problem, and so in from this point on, I'm, I have a couple more clips to play. I'm going to do the harp sound, the harp dream sound. I'll do a sound before we introduce a clip. Okay? With your mouth? Or? Yeah, with my mouth. My <laughs> oh, mouth. great. Cool. That'll, that'll be great. We're just doing it live. We're just doing it live. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that was the wrong clip. So sorry. Let me let me play another one. Here's another one that we, from last year, okay? I think my most anticipated is The Matrix 4, which is a movie we didn't even know was going to be a thing last year, right? Yeah. So yep. this is actually one new entry to this list. But hey, I have Coming a couple of streaming. Others. Yeah, coming to streaming. Exciting. Um, but I do I have a couple other here too, like the things we had mentioned before. No time to die, coming to America. Mission Possible Seven is gonna happen. And uh, yeah, that, a, that is my that is my most anticipated right now. Yeah. That, and there's let's not forget be a Fast Top Gun movie time. and a Mission Impossible movie yes. in the same calendar calendar year, evidently. Yep. Yep. Uh which is unfortunate because I think if the same Tom Cruise action movie touches the same Tom Cruise action movie, annihilation results. Yeah, but um, the good news is he'll constantly be running from himself yes indeed okay and go ahead what was that last one uh, last one's fast and furious 9 which is a thing that's happening it's so wild to me that there's a trailer for that we know john cena's in it like there it feels is like it, we've it, been waiting years for that movie i but. don't know if that movie's gonna come out it's currently oh, yeah, slated for know. april I it's don't know. For april. When, when universal pulled the trigger and they're like we're delaying this year everyone was like wow you're overreacting turns out they were smart Underreacting. And, uh, underreacting. That's the thing. Underreacting. Like, we might not have it together by April. Yeah. yeah. So, no universe where we have it together by April. Yeah. So, I don't know if it'll come out in April, but it's very well may come out later in the year. Um, so, we'll see. You know, I, I was so, thinking, right? I, had a, I had a weird thought. Um, I kind of feel bad for somebody like Daniel Craig, you know, who like gets in this like insane kick ass shape to make a Bond movie yeah. and then makes that Bond movie and then. Theoretically, we'll have to do press for that Bond yeah. movie like two years after he made it. Meanwhile, he is—he's a dad who has to chase he after like, his kids. You can't now, let so. yourself go. You can't <laughs> show up at the at you know on uh, on Colbert with a gut and be like, oh, I'm, you know. And then they cut to the trailer, and you're walking out of the the ocean with a freaking six pack that you can shave ice on. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> We're back now. It's now it's the podcast again. That was the clip from last year. Man, we are not um, funny. Anyway. Yeah. No, that was a sprawling, 
incoherent ramble of nonsense. Thanks for bringing it back, Dave. I give that episode two out of five stars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a funny, that was a funny little clip about no time to die. And yeah, uh, you Mm -hmm. know, the movie came out years after it was actually filmed. I also Daniel like Craig, the, uh, Jeff saying was... there's no way in hell we're we're going to be okay by April, which was pretty much the time the vaccines were rolling out. So it kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of actually worked out for that. Nailed, nailed it, Jeff. Nailed it. Nailed but it. I mean, you kind of did nail it. That's yeah. like, uh, you know, narrator. They weren't okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I just wanted to bring that back that bit about no time to die. So sorry. Sorry. I should have played that clip first, but whatever. You guys get the picture. Well, as long um, as so the no clips are 12 times longer than they need to be. That's <laughs> yes. the most important part. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome, Jeff. <laughs> Look, no, we I don't convey things in sound bites, okay? I'm sorry. Anyway. I think it's also funny that we are in year three of expecting two Tom Cruise movies in in one year. Is that right? <laughs> it's true, yeah. I, with that movie is supposed to come out, what, 2020, right? Yeah. yeah. Now we're in 2022. So, yeah. Okay. Um, D- Jeff Kanata, another honorable mention from you? Um, 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 uh, oh, Stowaway. Oh, oh yeah. yeah I yeah. really liked that movie. I thought that was such a, such a clever, interesting science fiction idea mm-hmm. of what do you do? And, and this, this, this taut, no win situation, and it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. I, I really thought that was a, a, a great movie that nobody talks about. Uh, great choice. And Jeff, yeah, this was, this was definitely, um, it was one of the better films of the year, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. and it kind of w- went. Um, it's unheralded. like it's the Netflix. Uh, it's just the Netflix pile, right? The movies appear yeah, the, there yeah. and the hole. just disappear. Yeah. yeah, they go into the Netflix hole. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's okay, called uh, Stowaway. I'll just say the title. Stowaway on yeah. Netflix. Uh, Tick Tick Boom on Netflix. Yeah, was yep. one of my choices mm-hmm. as well. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, I thought thought it was great. Uh, really great way of turning a stage show into a movie, and. Some really uh, well-done music and some interesting reflections on what it means to be an artist in an economically punishing environment. So uh, really liked it. Tick, tick, boom. Honorable mention for me. Devendra, hit us with another one. I actually have uh, on my list uh, the dancing scenes in West Side Story. Honorable <laughs> mentions to those. Those were fantastic. They are really well done. They are really yeah. well done. Yeah. Um, West Side Story, not a movie I loved as much as everyone else seems to have loved it, but uh, you got you can't argue with how amazing the craft is in that film. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, number one for Patrick Williams, right? Wasn't that Patrick? Was yeah, that it was uh, yeah. one of his top three, I think at least. Jeff Kanata, um, anything else on your honorable mention? Uh, I'll, I'll stick with the musicals because uh, I, I wrote down Come From Away as an honorable nice. mention. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, so cool. What an interesting way to tell that story, you know? Yeah, loved it, loved it. Um, I've already said that Power of the Dog and French Dispatch barely missed my top 10. I'm going to put out Val, the documentary Mm. on Amazon, uh, a life told via vlogs. Amazing, (laughs) moving, powerful, really well done. Uh, Devendra, another honorable mention. Uh, now we're getting to point to, to the point where we're just talking about things we've already talked about in the main episode. So for me, Benedetta is here. Uh, you know, the last duel is here, a bunch of other things. Got it. Uh, All Uh, good movies, fun movies. Jeff, anything else you didn't mention? Yeah, Dune was on my honorable mentions. It barely, like I said, there was a version of my list that had Dune on it. Um, uh, Barb and Star, uh, go to Vista Del Mar, is on my honorable mentions. Um, I also have The White Tiger. Yes. Yeah. Great choice. Which is a a movie I really, really, really liked. And I honestly, 
this is this sucks to say, but I honestly think that if I if it had come out later in the year, yeah. it may have made my list. Your mm-hmm. recency bias is showing. Yeah, yeah. recency yeah. bias. I mean, if you look at my top ten, it's a lot of movies I watched very recently. <laughs> yeah, you know, my number one I watched back in May for the first time. So there you go. But it, it does, there, I think there is a recency bias. Um, I also uh, put um, the painter and the thief. Hmm. With a question mark because I don't know what year that technically came out, but I think I didn't that see was it. last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't see it until 2021. So uh, uh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I thought that was an incredible documentary. It didn't have a chance of being on my list last year. And then the other, the big one that I was like, I think they'll be mad at me if I put this on my list is in and of itself. Mm. No, I wouldn't have been mad. I wouldn't yeah. have been mad. Yeah, because yeah. I, I don't know if it qualifies as a film. I think it qualifies. Um, I think it qualifies. Yeah. Well, I I didn't do it because it's it's not over sixty minutes, right? Mm, yeah. Um. So I kind of felt like ah, like and you know, and I already had uh, Bobo. That was twenty twenty two, wasn't it? No, no it was that was this year. That was this year. Uh, weird. But uh, you know, I just want to say again, in and of itself, is incredible. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. I love magic, uh, but it's so much more than a magic show. It is. A, a real work of art and it's something that made me think about the world and, and how we view ourselves and each other. And um, if you have not listener, if you have not seen in and of itself, please check it out. Mm-hmm. I think, was it, is it on Netflix? What is it it's on? on Hulu? Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in and of itself. Very, very good. Yeah. I, w- I actually want to throw out one quick other one. It's the rescue. Remember mm. that? Yeah, I, talked about yeah, it. I almost watched this this week and I was like, I bet I would love this, but it's really good. I think yeah. you would love it. I think most people would love it too. It is on the, you have to go to the national geographic <laughs> section in Disney plus or just search the rescue. It's about the Thai cave rescue. It is, it's really well done. Like it is like a gripping action movie basically. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to check this one out, but yeah, it's the rescue. I, I, I'm, I saw it on Disney plus. I'm like, Ooh, Devendra recommended that. I bet it's really good, but uh, I don't know if you heard, but I watched a shit ton of depressing things. <laughs> too much, week. too much. So yeah. Um, okay, uh, I'll list a few things. Um, no sudden move. Boy, was that movie fun. Um, Wrath of Man. One of my first experiences back into yeah. the theaters. I had fun. a blast. That was fun. Bad Trip. On Netflix. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I don't think I laughed harder at any movie. Yeah, that's true. Bad shit. Really yeah. great. Yeah. The world's a little blurry. Really well done documentary about Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Um, biggest count against it is that it's incomplete because Billie Eilish is just starting her career, you know? Judas and the Black Messiah. This was on a lot of people's lists last year. It was on the mm-hmm. Golden Globes last year and so on, you know, because uh, awards uh, organizations kind of extended their deadlines last year. Um, but it did come out this year, I think February of 2020, uh, 2021, I should say. So right. yeah. uh, great film. Uh, Boiling Point. A single take movie that takes place oh, in a restaurant. I still really well watch done. That. Yeah. It barely it was like my number eleven or twelve. It would have made it, but I, it just was so agonizing to make the list this year. And also hey, what is that on? I already mentioned. What that. is that on boiling point? Uh video in demand. You can buy a rent. Okay. So, yeah, I, I want to check I that think out. you'd like. I think you'd like it's, I, yeah, it's again another would. movie that I think checks a lot of Jeff Kanata boxes. Yeah, so. yeah. All right, guys. Those are our honorable mentions this year. Let's talk about biggest disappointments <laughs> of the year. I'm going to come right out and say my biggest disappointment was the Matrix Resurrections. You know, yeah, I know. Um, I know. I think you guys know. Like, yeah. I really had a lot of hopes for this movie. Didn't love it. 
What a thing to have your biggest disappointment be Devendra's number one movie of the year. I know. That's, I, well, that's it's a great thing. It's a great there, thing. Yeah. You know, what's amazing about these critics' lists is like some people have like their worst films of the year appear on other people's best of the year, you know? And yeah, yeah. It's all about how humanity is a tapestry and beautiful, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost opinions. like we all have a subjective view of the world. <laughs> Indeed. Almost. That's my biggest disappointment. Jeff Kanata, do you have a biggest disappointment? Eternals. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I know that you loved that movie. In fact, I'm surprised that you liked Spider-Man more than that movie because you talked about how much you loved Eternals, Dave. Yeah. Well, I would say Eternals was like solid Marvel for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think it was certainly not bad. I didn't think it was incredible. It was just like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. That's kind of So that's why it wasn't really in my contention for top 10. This was the um, first Marvel Cinematic Universe movie that I actively did not like. I mean, I, mm. there, you know, there's been movies that w- underwhelmed that weren't great, you know, Thor 2, Iron Man 2, or Iron Man, whatever it was. Uh, but man, Eternals, I just felt like, I, I, I just, it was such a disappointment to me. I bummed me out. I love the cast. I thought the premise could have been cool. And just, there's literally very little redeeming about that movie for me. I'm sorry to hear you didn't like it, Jeff. Um, I, I would say more about Matrix Resurrections, but I feel like I did, you know, I kind of hashed out a lot of my thoughts on it on the podcast itself. Like, I feel like, I just wanted it to commit. I wanted mm-hmm. to commit to its convictions, you know, and uh, I don't feel like it did, but I know Devinder feels differently. Devinder, any disappointments for you this year? Biggest disappointment of the year? Yeah, I had a hard time like trying to find one that really disappointed me. Maybe it's not even a movie I really had high expectations for, but Army of the Dead, you know, mm-hmm. simple yeah. concept, simple concept. Mm. Zack Snyder doing a big zombie action movie, make it a heist movie, you know, have fun with it. And it was kind of a big bowl of nothing. Like, action not interesting characters kind of boring the actual heist is just really skipped through for some reason like it's a baffling movie i don't know why it exists and somehow there's a spinoff already yeah i for the spinoff is more enjoyable so mm-hmm. i'm i'm looking forward to checking that out at some point but uh so those are our biggest disappointments now we have these other special categories movies they didn't get movies we didn't get i want to say and acknowledge that i completely ripped these off slash borrowed them from the film spotting svu podcast r.i.p <laughs> love that show but they you know they I, I would love these like kind of interesting categories they had at the end of the year so movies they didn't get and we go by literally any definition uh-huh. of they didn't get so like box office reviews some guy in your twitter timeline doesn't matter it's just movie that you felt subjectively they didn't get. Like they should have recognized this movie for what it was. Um, they should have liked it more. They should have given it more money, whatever. I'll start. Uh, movie they didn't get. I'll say Cop Shop. Oh, yeah. hand movie. A lot of fun. I think nobody saw that movie. I think that yes. was the big thing. Yeah. Yes. Well, but, you know, it was, uh, it was in theaters and it went on video demand and like, yeah, not very many people saw it, but this movie's really well done, kind of a single location uh, pop boiling thriller. It's uh, and it has a great central performance by I think Alexis Slaughter is her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing, and I think it's her first film uh, or one of her first films. And so uh, it's if you liked kind of Joe Carnahan's earlier work, uh, movies like Narc and Smoke and Aces, I think you're really going to enjoy Cop Shop. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. So that's a movie I think they didn't get. Jeff Kanata, do you have a movie they didn't get? I have two. Uh, the first is I put Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that movie should have been a massive hit and everybody yeah. should be talking about it. And I don't mm-hmm. know why they aren't. Um, 
Kudos to Davinja Hardwar for putting it on his top ten. He, he had more guts love. than you did. More he got guts. it more. He got it more than yeah. you, Jeff. Yes, he's not the they I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> We're just gonna look set. around the room at people, other people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> the the other they didn't get movie for me is uh, Suicide Squad. Mm. Which the, the I, Suicide Squad, Jeff. Yes, the, the Suicide Squad. Right. Because the first Suicide Squad, the fact that the first Suicide Squad made more money than the second one mm. is a crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And the, the, the second one is is actually very fun. Yeah. Re- really entertaining movie. Smart. Clever. Th- those it, were our pre-virus carefree days. We didn't know how good we had it, Jeff. Yeah. People were just <laughs> wasting their public time and breathing each other's air. That's like so it was true. nothing. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> But you know, I don't. I feel like this movie came and went, and it, it fizzled, and and it's so fun. It like completely, it's fun. It's fun. yeah, completely I, resurrects that franchise for me. Even though now it's dead. <laughs> I will say, well, it's not quite dead yet. It's not There's dead. Still Peacemaker, that, uh, Peacemaker, Peacemaker's HBO Max. Series, it is Peacemaker. So. It's happening, and yeah. and the video game is coming out, so maybe mm-hmm. that'll do something. But yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, this actually was almost on my top ten. I don't know why I didn't mention it, but this mm-hmm. was almost on my top ten as well. Uh, the Suicide Squad made $167 million worldwide. Suicide Squad 1 made $746 million worldwide. It's a crime, dude. Five times as much money, basically. And five Um, times as worse. Yeah. I know. Such garbage, the first one. I agree. Devendra, any movie they didn't get? Yeah, sure. Uh, The biggest movie they didn't get was The Matrix Resurrection. (laughs) And I'm just going (laughs) to look around here. Wow, I feel like they is on the podcast. (laughs) I I, I can not confirm or deny, but... uh, you know, I watched this movie and I came out of the theater just like ready to just like high five everybody and like really gush with uh, the other p- critics at my screening. And I just saw a lot of people being like, I don't get it. I had like very confused faces. And that's when I kind of knew I was like, oh, this is going to be rough. This is going to be another <laughs> one of those like you got to love it or you got to hate it. And there really is no in between. And I kind of I kind of understand that. But I, I think this movie will be remembered quite fondly. All right. We will. We will see. That's a movie they didn't get. All right, what about a movie we didn't get? Mm. Movie we didn't get. I'm going to list two movies. Yeah. I'm going to list two movies. Number one, Coda, the <laughs> movie uh, that was like a child of deaf adults is what it stands for. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, won a uh, uh, one of the top prizes at Sundance, was acquired for a record-breaking amount of money by Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah, over 20 uh, million. Extremely yeah. well-reviewed. I, I didn't think it was... It's fine. Yeah. I didn't think it was horrible, but it was just like... Kind of felt like a yeah. you know a standard uh, family film you know like it, it was fun doing that review with Walter though because yes. like he really honed in on like the the parts that were just very typical but yeah it's oh I mean totally he took fun. a bat to that thing it's took a first, bat, but it's the first time I've ever been talked into not liking something <laughs> <laughs> um it's Coda it's a movie that, uh, we didn't uh-huh. get and another movie we didn't get for me um is Don't Look Up. And I'm, mm. um, you know, I would talk more You're about it. You're not alone. But, You're not alone. So but we're gonna we're gonna talk more about it in next week's episode of the podcast. So I'll save mm-hmm. my comments for then. But um, that's a, a movie we didn't get. For me, it's Coda. I don't. I didn't get it. Everyone else loved that movie. Um, I didn't. Okay, Jeff Kanata, movie we didn't get. I feel like I had a lot of these. Mm. I'm gonna mention. <laughs> I'm gonna mention three. Uh-huh. The first, the big marquee one, of course, is Green Knight. Mm. it's a movie yeah. that put me to sleep <laughs> yeah and i i've had friends beg me to rewatch it i, I love I, my one and two movies are the ones you guys hated <laughs> well, <laughs> it's amazing. It's, i didn't get it i didn't get it i just i 
<laughs> when I when I think of a movie I didn't get, I, it's it's exactly that. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. People talk about Devinter's talking about how much how great this movie is. Why don't I feel that way? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. we 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 also pinpointed the reasons why. So <laughs> yeah, if, if you watch it, you know, early in the morning with some coffee, maybe maybe you'll be good. Maybe yeah. maybe uh, yeah. What what's another movie you didn't get, Jeff? Well, it's a movie I I didn't think I was going to get to talk about <laughs> until now, but I have, uh, and that's the last duel. Oh yeah. We, uh, we yeah. I can understand why. Yeah. What, what what's been fascinating too is I feel like uh, I mean Ridley Scott, The Last Duel, Matt Damon, they have trended multiple times on Twitter in the last month. And I feel mm-hmm. like it's because yeah. people are discovering and falling in love with this movie. And so I, I, I did like really... a silly tweet about this movie and it basically went viral. I did not even expect that. So people people are into it. There is yeah, I'm, be, I'm I'm just so surprised that like I, I was like, oh great, Jeff Kanata can like ride this wave, and <laughs> I'm just sad that you my didn't wife like and it. I literally sat there after the movie concluded, and I kept going, people love this movie, honey. I don't. I, I, I was, and we were just baffled. We just don't understand what we missed. What we why why didn't we get it? Anyway, and then the third one is a much smaller movie, but one that I really sought out. People are like, you're going to love it. Did not love it. It's called Black Bear. Mm. And Is this the Aubrey Plaza movie? Yeah. 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 It's really weird. And a a number of people, I think, you know, with hashtag slash tag were saying, oh, Jeff, you're going to dig this movie. I remember this. Yeah. I got really excited to watch it. I think I, you know, spent money to watch it. And then, uh, I, boy, I just, I did not get it. I I, I didn't think it was worthwhile mm. at all. It didn't do anything for me. So, Black Bear. Uh, Devendra, any movie we didn't get for you? You know what? You know, I think what I'm going to land on is Licorice Pizza, mm. which I think mm. is a perfectly fine little, like, coming-of-age story and the story about two, two people who are trying to, like, find themselves and find a connection with each other. And maybe we'll have a chance to review this at some point. But, man... It just, it, I was so primed to see that movie. Like I, it was literally one of the first things I did when I had traveled to New York a couple of weeks ago is book a ticket for that movie, get ready to see it. Love Paul Thomas Anderson. And it just kind of felt like a whole lot of nothing. So I can understand why people like it, but I did not, I don't understand the like tons of praise it's getting at all. I am right there with you, Devendra. Mm-hmm. I did not, I, that could have been a movie I didn't get as well. I, I just yeah. don't understand the love. I'm just going to put this out there. I love that movie, but the way people are, have been talking about it mm-hmm. has been so toxic and off-putting to me. Um, yep, and a lot, a lot of people the, are just like, being like co- complete dicks about complete dicks and complete ignoring dicks like the, the actual the actual issues in that movie too. Yeah, and people are just being like raging assholes online, and it, it completely. This is mm-hmm. a movie where like literally, like this rarely happens, mm-hmm. but where the discourse completely soured me on the film. Oh like, yeah. It was it, be, it, it was, became like film Twitter like you have to you have to love this movie basically to be a part it, of film Twitter. Yeah, it was going to be my top 5 of this year and and mm-hmm. then um I I just my my feelings and uh, emotions around it have been so negative in the last few weeks that I'm just like I I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um so it's very unfortunate but uh anyway, uh, there was there was a lot to like there. I probably liked it the most out of any of us. And uh, I'm sad you guys didn't like it, and I'm sad that I no longer like it that much. But <laughs> licorice pizza. All right, guys. Favorite movie of 2022. Now, last mm. year we actually did a most anticipated movie and a favorite movie of 2022, and I'll be curious to hear what your thoughts are. I don't remember um, that distinction. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Like you, I don't. You know, I don't mind if um, there's mm-hmm. no distinction between the two. But 
I I do want to play this clip from um, 2022. This is a sad and depressing clip. 2021, you mean? Uh, from 2021, yeah. Or no, no, no. Um, I guess it was like 2020, late 2020, early 2021 when we recorded it. Right, right, right. Um, but I do want to play this clip. This is from a year ago. It is a little depressing, but I, I want to play it because I want I want us to hear what state <laughs> the, of mind we were in a year ago. Okay? The joy we almost yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here it is. Uh, here I'm going to play the clip. Here's the clip. Terrible at that. By a year from today, do you think you will have gone to see a movie in a theater again? Yes. <sighs> I think so. I want yeah, to. I, think so. I want to yeah. say I yes. think there is a solid chance at least one of us will be vaccinated by then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I mean, um, things are going terribly now, but uh, ideally by the middle of the year, like we, we, we can make this happen, you know? Man, I'm sitting here in Los Angeles. It is yeah. worse than it has ever mm-hmm. been here. Uh, mm-hmm. One in five people who are tested are positive right now in Los Angeles. 700 people a day are taken out of their homes because they are too sick to stay at home. It is unsafe for them to stay at home and not be in a hospital. There is zero capacity in several counties in in California for intensive care beds. Uh, it, it doesn't. It, we are so much worse today, where I sit talking to you now in Los Angeles, than at any point during this pandemic. I have a hard time. I mean, I want to the the rollout of the vaccination has been a complete debacle. Uh, it, it, I have a hard time. I, I don't want to be Mr. Doom and Gloom, but man, I have a hard time imagining myself w- walking across the street. I don't know if you guys know this, <laughs> but I live across the street from a movie theater. It does not take much wow. for me to get there. Thank you for sharing that. And we're back. Back to the main episode now. So the worst part about that is I where I'm sitting right now in Denver, Colorado, which by the way, the person speaking then had no idea that would be the case. Yes. Yes. There was not even not even a twinkling glimmer in his eye. Exactly. He had no clue that one year later. It's crazy to me, by the way. But as I sit in Denver, Colorado, one in four people that gets tested is positive well, for COVID right now. For, so, well, fortunately, the vaccine rollout happened super smoothly and, you know, <laughs> massive test positive rates were a thing of the past, right? Um, I, I'm going to say real mixed bag from last year. You know, on the one hand, like for everything positive that's happened, something terrible has happened as well, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So like on the positive hand, you know, I was like, maybe one of us might get vaccinated by a year from now. And all three of us have been vaccinated, maybe even boosted by now. Multiple times. Yeah. 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 yeah boosted. Yeah. Um, so that's been awesome. That's good. Uh, we've also all gone to theaters. Yes. You know, multiple mm-hmm. times. Yes. We got to see Spider-Man No Way Home in a the theater. Yeah. Amazing, guys. Yeah, maybe amazing. we'll do like a, a pull in, like some some months we'll stay home and then some months it's safe to go to the theater Oh, for again. sure. I mean, yeah. I think that's, that's where we're heading right now. Yeah. Um, so there's been some great stuff, you know? Um, we got pills coming, people. Like yeah. we, we got pills for people who get to who are basically at risk for severe COVID. Like those are out there and available now. Yeah, they're on the um, way. Who knows what it's going to be like in a year from now? It, it could be. Who, who knows? Extremely yeah. widespread. This could be a thing. I think you know it's possible. A year from now, we're going to think of COVID as like the seasonal flu. And- Child yeah. vaccines. Child vaccines. Apparently, that is the one thing, the thing that could really help me and my wife out. Just 
not not happening for a while. It's like, sorry yeah. guys, you had you had kids at the exact worst time. That, that <laughs> yeah, whole generation might, you know, of toddlers. Knows? Maybe maybe a year yeah. from now it'll be different. Who knows? I maybe know. a year from now, yes. Uh, yeah. That's that's a long time. By the that's, time we're recording this episode next year is what I'm saying. You know, we'll we'll see. But, my my one goal for future me, I, I hope to God we get the baby vaccination. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that there will be one glorious day where all of us are able to walk easily into the movie theater and watch mm-hmm. Morbius. You know? Yeah. I mean, listen, April. God God willing. Uh, <laughs> so, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, also, obviously a huge problem uh, with the vaccine rollout has been that people um, are either A, not taking them, or B, not living in circumstances in which they can yep. take them, or they can afford to take time off to take them. You know, like, it, and and also we have this thing called Omicron now that we had no idea was yeah. going to happen last year. Omicron right? says fuck you vaccinations. I don't care. <laughs> we we are to several way because Delta was was also in between. So yes. there was Delta. Yes. Now there's Omicron. And who knows what the the name is going to be next year? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so basically, when I listen to that clip, I'm like, wow, things were really dark back then. And I reflect on where we are today. Things are still pretty fucking dark right now. It's um, pretty dark. Well, yeah, but it was less better, dark, yeah. and then it got dark again. Yeah, you know. <laughs> But, you know, there's also been some successes, and I, I don't think we should ignore that. Like, yeah, we did yeah. have some really amazing times in the movies this year. And I, I do, I am very grateful for that. You know, I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for that. So I, is, I do want to acknowledge that. I don't want to continue to make this about me, but it, <laughs> I, I cannot, I can't get over the fact that I, like, literally, as I was speaking, had no oh, yeah. idea I wouldn't be in Los Angeles. <laughs> that was me in Georgia last year. Yeah. Jeff, you know, so it's yeah. wild, right? It's wild. wild. How, a, a life does, is just completely different now. Yeah. yeah it's a, almost a like I'm not terrible long. at finding those clips, Jeff. Okay, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Uh, I was going to say, a year doesn't seem like that long of a time, but yeah. here we are. You Your know? whole yeah. life can change in a year. Wild. Yeah. Okay. So, favorite movie of 2022. Mm. Last year, uh, Jeff was saying Licorice Pizza, which at the time was called Soggy Bottom, I think. Really? Um, yeah. Would be his... Favorite movie of the year, Dune was also on this list. I don't even think Dune made your top ten, did it, Jeff? It did not. It was a uh, yeah. it was an honorable mention, but again, it's mostly because it's half a movie, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Devendra said The Matrix Four, No Time to Die, Coming Spot to America, on, baby. Uh, Look at you, Mission you Impossible. Yeah, you shot. nailed it. Like, you you like nailed it, Babe. Dude. Like Babe Ruth pointing yeah, at yeah. the stadium, you know, the seats. Never, never doubt seven. the Wachowskis. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Fast and Furious Nine, Mission Impossible Seven, Mission Impossible Seven still has not come out yet. Hopefully, twenty twenty two is the year we will see Mission Impossible Seven, gentlemen. Um. My best movie of 2021, uh, Matrix Resurrections. So that did not pan Aww. out. Yeah. Okay. Favorite slash most anticipated movie of 2022. Jeff Kanata, you have one? Avatar 2! <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see. I hope we get it. I hope it's real. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I am. it is definitely my most anticipated movie. It's on the slate mm-hmm. for December. We'll see. Who knows what the freaking <laughs> world will be like. Who kn- do, do they have to reintroduce the whole world to Sam Worthington. It's like <laughs> rewind ten years, everybody. Remember this guy? Yeah. Wanted him in all the movies. He's back. He's been working on this for the last ten years. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm I am like beyond excited for that movie. I I, I really genuinely am super uh-huh. excited. I I do have a couple of others that I want to mention. I think the best of the movies well, I hey, know. What, of, what, you know, why don't we take turns on this one? I want to take turns. Oh, on okay, this. okay, okay, sure. Devendra, your favorite movie of 2022. Uh, I had a couple I was going for, but I think the one I'm really amped for is the Batman. 
because mm, we yeah. see footage yeah. of that. And man, it does feel like, okay, yeah, sigh, another Batman. But it's Matt Reeves doing Batman. And I will never bet against Matt Reeves. Like this guy has done really cool, interesting stuff with every film he's touched. So I cannot wait to see what this This was is. also a very strong contender for me. I, I mm-hmm. think Matt Reeves and Batman could be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I agree with that. I'm going to list The Northman. Yes. Yeah, the new I wrote that down Robert too. Eggers. Yeah. Epic, like Viking epic. Viking epic. Uh, I mean, the guy makes some of the most interesting films ever, right? And I, he he has not missed yet for making an interesting film. I think this is going to be at least interesting, if not extremely good. They're so, also, also different too, like going from The Witch to The Lighthouse to I'm going to make an action Viking movie. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. One wild. of the most creative people alive. Uh, I was actually very grateful to have interviewed him once for SlashFilm.com. Super talented guy. Can't wait for The Northman. Mm. Um, which is going to be coming out in April of 2022. My thing with that movie, I hope that movie is a secret uh, True Blood prequel. Because mm. <laughs> his name was Eric Northman in True Blood. Oh, it could no. be. Speaking, no. of, <laughs> speaking of other HBO stuff, uh, my understanding is that uh, Alexander Skarsgård's mother in that movie is Nicole Kidman. Mm. But Man, Nicole Kidman okay. was his wife. Oh, um, he totally yeah. had sex with her on that TV show. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, Big Little Lies, I think, right? Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, weird. Weird. Um, so, <laughs> Jeff Kanata, uh, another uh, most anticipated movie or favorite movie of 2020. I mean, it's always difficult to uh, to, to try to pick what you'll, your favorite movie will be because there's so yeah. many unknowns. Like, I had no idea Bo Burnham's Inside was going to even yeah, be exactly. a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, we have no idea. Like, we are like a few weeks away from Sundance, and it's very possible that a movie that premieres at Sundance is going to be one of our yeah. favorite movies no, of absolutely. Literally yeah. never heard of until that moment. Yes. Right? We are yes. exactly, but, actually, a couple of weeks from Sundance, right? So, yeah. it's going to be... It's going to be wild. Yeah. But of the things that we know exist, I think the be- the best chance of I mean Avatar 2, yeah, Avatar mm. 2 is pretty good. Yep. But the, I think the movie with the <laughs> best chance distant second from Avatar 2. <laughs> the best chance of being uh top of my pops next year, Knives Out 2. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah. Great I choice. Just, I I have so much faith that I'm going to love that movie. Mm-hmm. I have, like there's no part of me and here's the clip for you to clip out for next year. There's no part of me that can imagine not liking Knives Out 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I got a good one. Yeah. I feel the same way. Devendra, hit us. Jordan Peele's Nope. Yeah. Mm. That is, I love how, uh, this is very much on Sully territory because like it is, we don't know anything about this movie other than the title, um, who is in it, including Daniel Kaluuya. Hell yeah. And there's a poster. That is just very, I won't even describe it because it may give away things to you, Jeff, Um, but it's just very evocative. All I see is a cloud, you know, and uh, who knows what that means, but I expect that movie to be fully weird. Like, I I think um, us proved that Jordan Peele will do whatever the hell he wants, right? He he didn't do like the direct uh, follow up to get out that people wanted. And it's a very weird movie. And that's that movie still lingers with me. So I'm really looking forward to whatever the hell Nope is. I'm going to put this out there. Um, I don't think this, I don't know if this is going to be my number one, but I think this will probably make it my top 10. And that's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the sequel to, yeah, the the other animated Very Spider-Man movie. Very good trailer movie. for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be. Well, all it has to have is a Spider-Man in it and it's on Dave's list. You know that. <laughs> will be the next biggest movie Jeff, in the you're world. you're just fucking yeah. just driving that knife in there. You're just twisting <laughs> that knife. 
you know, you know, I'm sensitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got, um, I got another one. Yeah. All right, hit us. That I'm just so intrigued by, uh, and I, I have a feeling Devinger will be on this train as well. Mm-hmm. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes. Mm, totally. Yeah. 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 Going to be interesting at the least. Yes. Interesting at the least, I think. Yeah. That is a yeah. Nick Cage movie where he is playing Nick Cage. Yeah. Basically. He so, plays yeah. Nick Cage who has to live up to being Nick Cage. Yeah. It's just such a brilliant... I mean, not since, you know, uh, uh, being John Malkovich, right? This feels mm-hmm. like the, the next being John Malkovich type experience. I, I mean, I hope, I hope it is more than just like a fun gimmick of like, oh, he's Nick Cage. Yeah. You know, like... Being John Malkovich actually kind of interrogates the idea of like self and celebrity in yeah. interesting ways, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I hope it like reaches for something like being John Malkovich as opposed to just like ha ha her her. It's funny that Nick Cage is Nick Cage here, you know, like and he's a goofy guy, you know, like I hope it goes beyond that basically. So mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, one more, one more. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I hope that movie is good. That is a Michelle Yeoh crazy trailer. Oh yeah. About. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, it, it by looks, the Daniels, right? By the Daniels, yeah. Yeah, the guys who did uh, Swiss Army Man. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy we're seeing a Michelle Quanissance. Or sorry, not Michelle Quan. Michelle no, Yeoh. Quan. Michelle Quan. <laughs> I, I went to. It's Dan. I went to Assance, and I was like, <laughs> I, I know who Michelle Yeoh is. Sorry, you saw Dan Quan's name. You were like, yeah, you're I, that's right. Together. I saw Daniel Quan. I saw Michelle Yeoh, and then I went to Michelle Quanissance. Can we please uh, sign me up for the Michelle Quanissance, though? That's let's, true. Let's that's get true. her back on the skates, baby. Well, I think Apparently. she's an ambassador to Belize now, so she's oh. having her own um, whole you thing. Know. Michelle Yeoh's yeah. in Avatar 2. That's fun. Yeah. All, the, all the sequels, so that's going to be real fun. All right, but that's a great choice, Devendra. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it, guys. I think okay. that is rapid. We're rapid. We're closing the book on 2021 and we're opening the book on 2022 with open arms. Yeah. Uh, and w- no doubt all of our predictions will be wrong for next year. You know, <laughs> where do you I don't think, think we'll 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 all be living right. next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine where you'll be next Imagine year. Imagine where you'll be. Honestly, guys, within five years, I'll probably be back near New York. So who knows? You who think? knows how hmm. any of this? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, well, I have exciting. to say, and I, I'm I'm guessing you were going to say, but I'm going to say it before you, Dave. Uh, that uh, <laughs> you're stepping on me. Yeah, you're stepping. I, I'm so grateful for the patrons. You know, yeah. uh, so good. As we enter this this new year, uh, bolstered by their patronage, I know this is going out to the general public, so it's not just patrons who are hearing this. But we're so grateful for our patrons. Uh, any, making, any support really any any show yeah. support like anybody who <laughs> listens is like hey you're you're all right it keeps us going yeah it's uh it, it's amazing and we are so grateful it's it's it really feels like this you know this year we dropped our slash uh not a small thing not a small thing and and i am so grateful to continue to be doing the show with the two of you fellas it's it's been wonderful this year and i i am so always uh, even when i start the podcast feeling down like i don't know i watched mass today or whatever <laughs> yeah uh, we got you through mass like yeah. the aftermath of mass yeah. yeah uh by the end of our recording not even by the end by five minutes into our recording i'm always having a great time and i just i love it i love talking to you guys about movies and i'm so grateful to have the opportunity and have the support of our audience to be able to continue doing it absolutely it is a miracle we have kept this going so long <laughs> I, you know it's great Love talking to you guys, and I love that we have people who want to pay to hear us talk about things. Yeah. It's fun. It's a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's a privilege. You know, um, many people 
uh, dream of being able to uh, talk about their passion and make a decent living uh, slash income from it. And uh, we actually have that ability thanks to the folks at patreon.com slash film podcast. And we are grateful for that every month. Um, so thanks to everyone there at patreon.com slash film podcast for your support. If you are listening right now and you are not yet a patron, we hope you'll consider it. Never donate if it in any way causes you any financial hardship. But if you can, that'd be great. Looking forward to another very interesting year. And I think as Devendra indicated, I do think it's going to be a weird year. I do mm-hmm. think there's going to be times when we're like, you know what? I'm not going to go to the theater right now. Yeah. Um, Take and a break. January of 2021, uh, 2022, I should say, is what we're in right now. Uh, that's where we are. We're not We're not really comfortable going to the theater right now. And maybe by February or March, it'll be different. Um, but we will see. Uh, whatever the case, we'll be bringing you some interesting movie discussion every week here on the Filmcast. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.